Nikita Brooks here. Welcome to the Single Moms Brunch Podcast. Yes, we are going to chat it up, ladies. Yes, we are. Where we have conversations about mindsets, opportunities, money, and definitely success. Go grab your mimosa, your eggs benedict, or maybe even your egg or waffle and join the conversation. Hey there, moms. Lakita Rooks here. Yes! Welcome to another episode of Single Moms Brunch Podcast. Today, we're talking about seek opportunities for yourself. Yes, seek. Some may say create. Either way, seek it, create it, do it for yourself. Don't just wait around on someone else to make that happen for you. And as you know, for the month of February, we're talking about fall in love with your lifestyle. Fall in love with it. And you can have a companion, a mate, or whomever else, a situationship, whatever you might have. But still, while you're doing that, the most important thing for you and your child For you and your child, I shall repeat, is to fall in love with your lifestyle because that's going to dictate the quality of life that you all have for the whole 18 years. And sometimes kids need a little extra time. So it could be longer than 18 years. But either way, fall in love with your lifestyle for the month of February. And while I'm thinking about it, make sure make sure moms, you go to www.singlemomsbrunch.com. Once again, go to www.singlemomsbrunch.com. I have this amazing free gift just for you to help you get your mojo, get your mind and get your money right this year. So make sure you go there moms and get your free gift. So let me ask you this question, moms. What opportunities do you need to create to reach your desired lifestyle? So let's kind of unpack what that means. It means that you have this big, this big vision of what you, your desired lifestyle would be, right? That's the vision you have. But before you can actually reach that or get to it, you have to do something. You have to put in some work. You have to act. It's not going to just come, you know, fall down upon you like genie in a bottle or something. I wish it was that way, right? Like, that's how I like it. And and honestly, I really like the whole microwave society situation or the thought or the concept behind it. But as we all know, ladies, in reality, that's not what really happened. There is something that we do that turns around and occurs based on what we do. It's called cause and effect. Sometimes it's positive. Sometimes it's negative. Sometimes it's just, just, it's just whatever it is. It's indifferent. But either way, what opportunities do you need to create? So I'll tell you, right? In 08, I knew that I wanted to have freedom and flexibility to be the home mom. We talked about that piece, but the piece we didn't talk about is I decided that I wanted to go back to graduate school. And I had a few schools in mind. I had Florida State University in mind, which is in Tallahassee. Um, Also, I looked at Walden University. And I want to say I also looked at maybe a Capella, one of those. But either way, I met the criteria for Walden, right? I had the GRE. I had the, the test scores. You know, I had the GPA. I had everything required for Walden. 
But guess what? I didn't really want Walden. I wanted Florida State University. <laughs> Go Seminoles, for those of you who are FSU fans. And, but th this is the dilemma. They asked for a 3.0. I only had a 2.7 GPA from undergrad because it's most, most of us, you know, I went to undergrad when I was 17 years old. So, you know, it's like, just like you, you know, when you're 17, eh, you're an adult technically, but in reality, no, you're not really a true adult. So I just didn't know any better. So when, you know, so during undergrad, I didn't make the best grades and you might be able to relate. So for FSU, I didn't have the 3.0 GPA that I needed. And then the GRE score, I don't even remember what it was, but I know that my score was at least a couple of hundreds. Yeah, <sighs> a couple hundred below the GRE requirements. So I didn't have the GPA, nor did I have the requirements. But what I did know is that, okay, I might not have the requirements that they want of me, but I'm going to create this opportunities for myself. Like I'm going to create this opportunity to get into graduate school, even though I don't even meet the minimum requirement. So what was in my control? What could I do? What could Lakita Brooks do to create this opportunity? So then I could put my best application for it to get into graduate school to get my master's in social work. So one of the things I did was, you know, I, you know, reached out to some very strong references, like very strong, like my teacher who taught statistics, who was a PA, had a doctor degree, an undergrad from UCF, a friend of mine that I knew that was a psychiatrist, and also someone that I worked with as an assistant teacher when I was in Orlando. So I had very strong references. references. So I was like, okay, I can do that. And then I wrote my letter because the FSU, you have to say, well, hey, you don't meet the criteria, but you can write, you know, a letter to get an exception. So I did that, but I wrote it myself but I had a great friend, my bestie, to edit it. So the only thing that was within my control was to get the best references and write the best letter and then submit it. Now, I would have felt bad if I didn't give my all to it. So what do you need to do to create opportunities? I create the opportunity by putting forth my best application in order to be even considered since I didn't meet the criteria. So what opportunities do you need to create to reach your desired lifestyle? Now, how do you perceive your ability? So your perception, how do you perceive your ability to create opportunities to achieve your desired lifestyle? Your perception of yourself. Do you believe that you can do it? Do you believe that, oh my gosh, I've done things in the past and they didn't work. So why would they work now? Is there something from your past that's making you think that you're not able to do it now? So whatever you're thinking, like whatever it is, if it's positive, awesome. If it's negative, oh, we gotta change your mindset. You have to look at it as I can do whatever it is. I have the mental capacity. I have the physical capacity. You have to perceive that you have the ability to create opportunities. So in graduate school, I perceived like, hey, you know what? I could get a job with the Department of Veterans Affairs, not necessarily for like the 30 year career thing. Like, no, not that. I enjoy working with veterans. I also felt like it was an amazing, when I say amazing, amazing career opportunity for a new social worker. 
So I perceive and I believe like, hey, I will one day attain a position at the VA. I didn't know how it was going to happen. But once again, I perceived that one day I would. And I took the necessary steps to make it happen. So I took an internship. Mind you now, I went back to school with my daughter when she was four years old. And for my last semester of school, I moved five and a half hours away. Yes, I moved, let me repeat this. I moved five and a half hours away from Florida State University, which is in Tallahassee, Florida, all the way to Augusta, Georgia, a whole nother state, five and a half hours away, just to get this internship at the VA in Augusta. Why? Because that was a stepping stone, I believe, would help me one day officially get a full-time job with the Department of Veterans Affairs. So how do you perceive your ability to create opportunities? What are some of those opportunities that you desire, that you desire, but you just don't know the steps? Or you're still trying to figure out, you know, what are those steps or what needs to get done? And with me saying that, what are some of the challenges have you experienced with creating opportunities to achieve your desired lifestyle? You know, it could be simply not knowing. Sometimes not knowing is a challenge. It's a challenge for you. And shoot, it's even a challenge for me. I knew what I needed to do to go through graduate school to get a, a career. I knew what I needed to do to land a job with the VA. But what I didn't know, right? What I didn't know years later was like, how in the world to build a billion dollar business? Like, so for all of us, there are things that we know that we know that we know and that we're confident and secure in that we know how to do, even if we haven't done it yet, at least we know the steps and we can kind of work our plan to get to that point. But certain things like building a billion dollar business, don't know how. So what are some of those things that, it could be that you just don't know how. It could be that you have challenges with, you know, childcare, because you are a single mom. So you might be trying to figure out, well, who in the room am I going to get to watch my child? It could be that your challenge is that you've overcommitted yourself to, to too many things. And you really can only afford to focus on you and your child during this season. So what are those challenges that you are experiencing that's hindering you from creating those opportunities? What are your challenges? Right. So really think about that. And I would just say, like I said earlier, it was for me, my challenge was simply just not knowing what to do. So what challenges have you experienced with creating opportunities? So with you saying so with me saying that, since you know that there is a challenge, you know, I'm going to always talk about how are you going to overcome how are you going to overcome that challenge? So what can you do to overcome the challenges that are hindering you from creating opportunities to achieve your desired lifestyle? Not knowing. So that could be a possible challenge for you. For me, what I decided to do was when I reached a point in business where I didn't know what to do or how to do it, I joined a group coaching program that I pay for. And then I also have a one-on-one -on -one coach that I pay for. I've also connected with some other 
groups of just small business owners of, of women just to, you know, build those relationships. And I've even joined, you know, a golf group to connect with a, a different, a, a more diverse group to just help me get better with networking and communicating. So when I didn't know, I got connected with other people that might know, or at least I could build relationships with <laughs> that will know. But either way, that was a step I took for not knowing. For childcare, depending on your financial situation, you know, I'm always going to recommend a nanny, but I do know during this new climate with COVID, you know, you might not feel comfortable with the nanny. So maybe you could talk to a relative and see if they're willing to, a relative that you trust, <laughs> say that first, you know, maybe they can watch your child or you could even build like a cooperative with you and other single moms because maybe one single mom works at night one works during the day and maybe you could connect with other single moms within your community maybe based on the school that your child goes to build some relationships with them and then you all could kind of work out a schedule sometimes to see okay on this particular day maybe this mom can keep all the kids this day you know, and just work it that way, but make sure that it's mutually beneficial. It has to be a mutually beneficial relationship. It can't just be the one mom watching all the kids all the time. Because that whew, is not going to work because one mom is going to get burned out. And the goal of multiple single moms getting together to watch each other's kids is so then each, each person can have a break. So that's something to consider. And with oh, if you're just overextending yourself and you don't really know how to say no to people, right? And you're constantly saying yes. So maybe you don't say no. Maybe you say, give me some time to think about it. Just to buy yourself some time to articulate no in a nice way if you don't feel comfortable saying no. But just always, so when it comes to overextending or always saying yes, always look at it like this. If I'm saying yes to this, I'm saying no to this. If I'm saying yes to volunteering for the sorority and doing all the technology, I'm saying no to doing homework with my child. If I'm saying yes to being the coordinator for all the events, I'm saying no to my time to rest. So always look at it as if you say yes to this, that means you're saying no to something else. And a lot of times it's you and your child that's being sacrificed. And you know what? You can't afford to sacrifice you or your child, neither one of you. So if for no other reason, find the courage to say no in a very nice way. And what date and time are you going to implement the steps required to create opportunities so you can achieve your desired lifestyle. So I gave you a few examples of different challenges and then also gave you um, some particular solutions. Because let me tell you, ladies, you're listening. There is a solution to every problem. I believe that 100%. There is a solution to every problem. So whatever challenge, whatever problem, whatever is hindering you from creating the opportunities 
right? Because the first step is you need to be able to create opportunities. But if something is hindering you from creating the opportunities, then you have to remove that barrier. So whatever it is, I firmly believe there's a solution for every problem. And once you've identified what the problem is, identified the solutions, what day and time are you going to implement? Because you got to put it in action. Like you can't just think about, oh my goodness, childcare is a barrier for me, but you never actually seek or try to find someone that can, you know, help with, you know, watching your son or daughter. It's an act. You know, it could be not knowing. You can't just sit and always hope. And I know a lot of times we go to Google and check and Google is a great resource, but sometimes for more complex problems that we can't handle, we have to connect with others who can or maybe even hire a coach or a therapist or someone to help you navigate that complex problem. But you have to, whatever those solutions are that you've identified that could help you, you need to make sure and implement it. Like you have to make it happen. So commit to what date and time are you going to implement the steps that you need to create those opportunities so that you can remove any barriers that may come up. So I'm gonna close with this. You will never live your desired lifestyle if you don't bet on yourself and create opportunities. You, I'm gonna repeat that. You will never live your desired lifestyle if you don't bet on yourself and create opportunities. Prepare for the future while you are enjoying the present. Because guess what? Your child will not be a child forever. Like, as you probably see, like, your children are probably growing up so fast, or even your child. Like, it goes by so fast. So make sure you're embracing the present while you can. I am Lakita Brooks, and until next Sunday at 11 a.m. Thanks, Mom, for joining me today at the Single Moms Brunch Podcast. Yes. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, and tell all the other moms that you know about it. And you know what, Mom? I can't let you go without giving you a free gift. So make sure you go to www.singlemomsbrunch.com. Once again, that is singlemomsbrunch.com to get your free gift. I am Lakita Brooks. And remember, you are not a single mom. You are a mom that is single.